0: Welcome to That's Why podcast with Anna and Patricia, the show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses.
1: Hey, Patricia, how are you doing? Hi, Anna, I'm doing great. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you too. Now I
0: can see you. Now you showed me how I can look at you and actually uh, have see different all windows the windows open. Yes, oh my God. Audience, please, <laughs> you know, have
1: patience with me. Yeah, that's all right. We're all learning about technology. No doubt. No (laughs) doubt. Yeah, I feel like a dinosaur. (laughs) So in our poll, 100% of the people swear. Does that number surprise you? You
0: know what? It it does surprise me that it's 100% because, of course, me living in Utah, there's a lot of people who, you know, there's a religious... Uh, culture here and a lot of people feel like it says something about them morally that they swear or not. Um, but I guess those are people really being honest as opposed to our first show about peeing in the shower. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> where we were like, no, there's more people that do it. Uh, I think people are proud to say. Yes, I, I don't swear. Even they probably mm-hmm. even though they probably do. So or they don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it
1: was surprising, yeah. man. It was like 100%. I wonder if it's the type of people that we hang out with or our listeners? You know what I mean? Because if we were on like a Christian podcast or something, maybe people would be like, no, I don't swear. Yes, it's only
0: one. uh, Yeah. Oh, it'll be like 1% or some some low number (laughs) like that. That's really interesting. Yes. I I hang out with the adventurous uh, uh, vocal people
1: who are very verbose. We need to have that diversity in our language.
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely.
1: I want to share some insults from the 17th and 18th century and tell me if you know what they mean. Okay. Okay? All All right. right. Dillberry maker.
0: Oh my gosh. No, (laughs) I've heard of dingleberry, but not dillberry. Uh, No, what does that mean? Asshole.
1: Oh my gosh. What? Dillberry? Dillberry maker. Another one is fop doodle. What does that mean? Does it mean shite? Does it mean shite? No. It means it's an early 1800s meaning of a vain man, our version of a douchebag. So it's like a narcissistic asshole, fop doodle, fop doodle. You know what? <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: write these down
1: because um, <laughs> you're gonna use you it now because I think I'm gonna have to incorporate it in my vocabulary. <laughs> you're gonna start you're gonna bring back the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, what was the, what was the first one again? The first one was dillberry maker. Okay, dillberry maker. Okay. Okay. And then fop-doodle. All right. Yes. Thy is a fop-doodle. <laughs> or is it... Wait. Is it thy or thou?
0: Thou. is a fop-doodle. Thou is a fop-doodle. Oh. Thou is a fop-doodle. <laughs> you fop-doodle, you. Okay.
1: So thy is me, right? So I just called myself a fop-doodle. Thy, oh, okay. Thou. Fop-doodle. thou. Yes, I thou. would say... I don't, I don't know. know,
0: man. You, this, listen, I didn't
1: know there was going to be a quiz. <laughs> i'm like "Uh, but isn't that funny like nowadays if we swear we call someone like you're a douchebag you're an asshole but back then the terminology was so different well
0: it's poetry it's poetry Poetry. right i'm going to call someone a dillberry and they're gonna think i'm saying something nice about them they're gonna be thank you you're (laughs) such a dillberry and they'll be like oh my god thanks so sweet (laughs) (laughs) now anna i find it interesting okay so you know here in utah Everyone, technically, I've heard swear once. I don't care who it is. It could be grandma, the most, you know, attentive, religious, dedicated grandma, and little kids. So people here, you know, they substitute shoot for shit, Mm -hmm. fudge for fuck. Yes. Right? Oh, fudge. Oh, fetch. Mm -hmm. Right? They Mm -hmm. have darn or dang it for damn. Mm -hmm. And gosh, dang it. People even say and take... The lord's name in vain because they mm-hmm. say gosh instead of god yeah um so i find it interesting that here obviously if i'm gonna call someone a dillberry it's gonna be an insult <laughs> and they won't even know but exactly they won't know. It- <laughs> exactly, oh they be like what is that oh my god <laughs> but anyway point being that there is always a substitution so people yeah. who think Do you find that people who substitute swear words like shoot and fetch and all that, are they still swearing in your eyes?
1: No. It's almost like replacing something for something else so it's no longer valid. It doesn't have that power behind the word anymore. Instead of Jesus Christ, people say cheese and rice. Interesting. Okay,
0: that is so fascinating, because I had had this conversation, obviously, you know, when we, I talked to some people and get their input. And I had a, a couple of people that were like, no, if the context is the same, and if the intention is the same, then they really are swearing, even though technically, like you said, the power of the word is not vocalized. But mm-hmm. yes, their intention is the same. So therefore, they really are swearing. So I, you and, and now you made me see a different point of view because I was thinking, yeah, if my intention is the same, then I it really is true that I am swearing, even though in my mind I found a loophole. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But it's, it's not the same thing if I'm like, you're a poopoo head versus you're a shithead. Yeah. Oh, that's you know what? I'm going
0: to give it to you, Anna. Yes, I agree. I agree. Do do brain, you know. <laughs> right. And along those lines. Right. OK, so I'm going to read a quote. And I'm going to say it without the swear word, and I'm going to say it with the swear word, right? Okay. Okay, so when you truly don't care what anyone thinks of you, you have reached a dangerously awesome level of freedom. Now, here it is with the swear word. When you truly don't care what the fuck anyone thinks of you, you have reached a dangerously awesome level of freedom.
1: I, right? So tell me, how how did it impact you? Like... The first one was so subtle and very like, I'm going to just be on the safe zone. The second one was like, hey, you know, don't mess with me. This is what I'm trying to bring across. Right, right. There's a lot more power in putting Definitely the word fuck. Power. Yeah. Now, what's your
0: favorite swear word? I, I'm curious.
1: <laughs> I would say I don't swear a lot. I'd say, you know, I say shit a lot. I think I do that because I'm always like, that's shitty. Yeah, I, I think I say shit a lot. What's your word?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, you know, the big F. Yeah, I, I, I like the F word. I do. I, I <laughs> yeah, that's that's my go-to word. I'm gonna have to be real. And then sometimes I realize, I, and I don't swear. I don't know if I could say I swear a lot. There are times that I am in a swearing mode and then other times I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So there are times that I'm more. Now, I don't know. I've never gauged it. Like, is it my hormones? Mm-hmm, is, it, mm-hmm. is it my family? Is it the weather? Has the sun not come out for four <laughs> days?
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> are the stars not aligning today? <laughs> like the planets and the stars are...
0: <laughs> is it a full moon? Right? People behave differently with different in, in, a, in a certain environment. Also, it's who you're with, right? I mean, yeah. there are friends of mine that I know that I can be completely 100% transparent in myself and I may let the word uh, slip out when things happen uh, versus other friends that I have to monitor myself. Um, So there's a lot of factors, but there are times that I notice that I do it more than others for sure.
1: And it's not like you're changing who you are, but you're being respectful what their threshold is for comfortable levels of, of swear words. You know? Exactly. You're not you're not just changing who you are, but you're just going to be like a little bit more reserved. Exactly. Because I am
0: mm-hmm. being respectful of the fact that their threshold, that's a great word. It impacts people differently. Some people are like, oh, I could do I could do without it either way. But then there are other people that it's really so offensive.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So before we started this podcast, we were discussing about our next topic and our topic was swearing. But the crazy thing is Netflix has a special and it talks about the history of swear words and how impactful it is. Yes. The first episode they discussed when you put your hand in ice water, if you swear, you can keep your hand in the ice water 50% longer, longer than if you didn't Worth swear. Swearing. Yes. And they and I watched that episode and first of all, I find
0: it fascinating you and I were discussing this because we just casually threw out, okay, what are we going to talk about next? Then, like, what was it? Like three days later, you saw that Netflix had that. And, and I was like, that is so wild that they were talking about that. Nicholas Cage is the host. And, um, they were saying in that first show that it releases a certain level of adrenaline when you yes. swear,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And even, fi- even the strength and power in your grip, they said it was like 5% stronger. When right. You swear. That's like, amazing. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, things can get lost in translation with swear words and language. And we understand that sometimes you want to be clear at what you're trying to convey. But another person may take it different. All right. So I'm going to show you this clip. It's from okay. a movie called <laughs> Cannonball Run 3. I love your clip. And it's a miscommunication <laughs> on I love play. it.
0: My gosh, you went far, way back there. That's back in my day. I wonder if they're gonna feed us on this flight. I do not speak English too good. Uh, uh, French, français. Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, Francaise. <laughs> vous parlez français? Uh, no, uh, petit parler, no parler, no speak He's French. He's like, not no parler French. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You would like my penis? <laughs> Excuse me. You would like my penis? <laughs> would like my penis.
1: I'm on uh, my way to meet my wife, my kids, two kids, I got uh, two, three kids at a reunion.
0: <laughs> you would
1: like my peanuts? Look, I'm, I'm really not interested. Uh, I have no problem with it. Just he not keeps my thing, saying okay? the same
0: thing over and over.
1: Peanuts. <laughs> oh, sure, oh. thank you very much. I thought, I thought, I thought you were talking about peanuts. something else. <laughs>
0: okay i love it i love it and you know what can you isn't that um, funny can you can see that happening right yes you can totally see that happening he's like would you like my penis yes and in his mind he's probably saying peanuts right peanuts Uh but it's coming out as penis and that could have turned into a brawl right there you know what i'm saying without you knowing without you realizing no that's not what i meant i wasn't you know, giving you a proposition. I love it. That was exactly. awesome. But yes, um, <laughs> that was a great reminder. That miscommunication that you can have, you know, you were going to talk about words.
1: In Hmong culture, we have certain phrases. How are you? I'm doing good. And there's a word called Nyajong, zhong. And that means like, oh, I'm doing great. But if you reverse it and say zhong nia, then you're saying I ejaculated. Or I came, <laughs> came. Oh so my like, gosh. So if, I, so if I'm like, oh, how are you, Patricia? And you're like, Zhongya. Then I'd be like, oh, damn! Like, wow. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just now, you did that. Just now, you'd be right. like, right, right. Wow,
0: like, that is so interesting. Just that inversion or that right, or invert yes.
1: invert the words. It's a total wow. different meaning. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I feel like well, you had heard me ask my friend to confirm, even though I'm Dominican, Puerto Ricans, right? And and I'm sure there's the same thing in uh in Dominican Republic in all languages. But this one in particular I like because I heard it so much growing up, the word bicho. Bicho. Uh okay. Bicho in Dominican Republic is like a little kid or like a little thing, like a little term, I like, ooh, that's such a bicho. Like that's like that's so little. In mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, it means penis.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Completely different. <laughs> so you would say, like, don't you know, don't be a bicho or mama bicho, which is like MFer, kind oh, of the equivalent. Wow. Um, and or you know, cocksucker, pardon me, not not MFer, cocksucker. Uh oh, am I okay to say that? <laughs> We are talking yes, about swear say, words, though, right? Say whatever you um, want to. So Mama Bicho, which I grew up hearing a lot, would be like cocksucker. Whereas in Dominican Republic, Bicho is, is... So if you think you're insulting someone, right? And the funny thing that I found fascinating is we're just next door to each other. And sometimes depending on... I mean, countries that are close to each other or, or states or whatever, you often resemble like a lot of the same words. Mm-hmm. So I found it interesting that it was so vastly different, even though in the Caribbean, we're right next door. You know?
1: How did that happen? How did that name change from the Dominican and Puerto Rico? Was someone, was a lady like saw a penis and was like, picho, <laughs> thinking like, it's a little picho. It's a little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and then it transformed to, like, penis. Maybe that guy was like, yeah, that's my picho. Yeah. And And then then it it just grew and and evolved. Yes, exactly. That's hilarious. (laughs) Anna,
0: I would love to know the history. I'm glad that you asked me that, even though I don't have the answer to it. Because, okay, so going back to my favorite swear word. Uh At one time, it is actually a misnomer that fuck was supposed to be an acronym for fornication under consent of the king and i'm sure some people have watched the movie braveheart where the the king prima noctu or prima nocta was a law that he instilled or that he set so that they were trying to breed out the scots right and so an englishman when a scottish woman and men were getting married the lords, the king's lords were able to have sex with the the wife on the first night to breed with, you know, an Englishman so that they can, quote unquote, breed the Scots out. And that's how I thought the word fuck came to be. Does wow. that make sense? I don't know if you, you remember that from the movie. Do you?
1: I remember Braveheart, but I don't remember that part. Yeah. And it was so offensive, like the
0: French. So the the king's son who had married someone that was from France, when she had heard him saying that that's how they're going to breed the Scots out is by instilling a old tradition called prima nocta. I thought, that's fucked up, right? That is. <laughs> that they oh would my God, do that. that. And it's such a violation of uh, the woman, but that's not where that word supposedly originated is the point. We were talking about origins of words and how do they evolve? How And how do they evolve from being something maybe like dillberry why isn't even dillberry being used today i think that is so awesome you know what i'm saying i love it let's bring dillberry back we're gonna bring we're bringing dillberry back um (laughs) and i feel like the origin of a word is obviously so important and knowing but the fact that words bring different emotions so you and i were talking about that right like not only using a word gives it strength but so the word Coño. for example, coño in Spanish for me is like the word fuck. Mm-hmm. You could be like, you tell me something, right? And it, I'm surprised and I'm like, coño, right? Like, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Right? Or you piss me off and I'm like, coño, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Or if mm-hmm. I really
0: like something and that guy's fine, I'm like, coño. Oh. You know what nice. I mean? Yes. So uh-huh. you could just insert whatever word you want. You could give it that same emotion you know baseline but nothing like the word fuck for me does it right you can mm-hmm. do the same thing you stubbed your toe what do you say fuck yeah ouch right <laughs> and somebody said somebody's giving you some juicy gossip and you didn't know that and you'd be like fuck what mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i find like it's one of those generic words that you no matter what you're talking about? Oh fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> I gave you this Anna, you Anna, you've always been so generous and giving me gifts and I'm like, Fuck. Anna is so sweet <laughs> about that, right? You yes, know, you, you yep. can never
1: you wouldn't think that you could insert it there, but you can. It's it's one of those words. It's a diverse word that you can use it for anything. Like yes. that's fucked up. That's fucking cool. That's Ex- fucking gnarly. That's you know, like <laughs> Right, right. And and accompanying it with another
0: word, right? But so, of course, I always have to talk about Seinfeld. So on Seinfeld once, there was this episode where the word fuck but of course, they mm-hmm. would bleep it out. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember seeing that episode, but that episode, Jerry had recorded back in the day when you used to record a cassette. Yes. Right. So okay. remember, you used to have to use a pencil to roll it back. And if someone yes. unwound that or if someone would pull that out, you you would lose all of your, your content. I mean, it could be yes. ruined. So this little kid was at Jerry's house. And he was pulling the, the, and I think it was the one where the yogurt, like they were doing fat free yogurt. I can't even remember all the details, but I do remember that the little kid pulled the cassette and he's like, (laughs) what are you doing? You little fuck. Right. And so the kid started using that word. (gasps) oh and jerry had to apologize because you Uh know he was like i'm a comedian and you don't need to use that word anyway the hilarious thing was they were giving so much strength to the word and at Mm -hmm. the end of the episode yes i'm gonna use this word because it's valid right now you know what i mean but it was centered around the word fuck and how important it was
1: (laughs) One time I took my niece to the courthouse. I had to file paperwork for my dad. He was an attorney. And my cousin and I took our niece. She was probably three at the time. And we're at the counter and we're submitting our paperwork. And the guy next to us was pissed off at the clerk. And he was like, fuck. And then my niece was like singing it. She was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck, fuck. And we we're like, oh, no. We're like, Jade, shh nothing don't say that (laughs) oh my gosh I I don't okay
0: it's not like I let my kids swear obviously but I do think it's cute and funny when little kids swear because it's coming from this little supposedly innocent mouth Right? It is. Um, And I don't know if you ever got to see that video. It was a campaign about like our priorities sometimes can be a little off. And there were all these girls, little girls that were probably like eight, nine years old, they were swearing. And they wanted to convey the impact of you're more appalled at my being a little girl swearing over me being a little girl and being called a misogynist, you know, name. Or me being a little girl and, ch- uh, you know, sex trafficking. Or me being a little girl and so many other things that are more offensive than me swearing. and right. But it was just showing the impact of when you see a little kid and they swear, it just jolts you.
1: You're not it expecting does. that, you know? It's startling because you're just like, whoa, like, where did you hear it? Who taught yes. you this? How did they use that word in that context, right. in that appropriate way? And do they even
0: know? Do they know? Like, do they pick up the cues from their parents? Because obviously, you know. Now, when do you think is an appropriate age for kids to swear?
1: Well, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't say. But I think it depends on their maturity level. Because there are mature 10-year-olds and really immature 16-year-olds.
0: Yeah, and immature 50-year-olds, too. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) 50-year-olds.
1: You know what my swear word was when I was a kid? What? What? galungalung <laughs> If I called you a galungalung you're in trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: Anna. Yes. First of all, I could just see you as a little girl.
1: You're probably the most adorable thing ever. Um, what did it mean? I it was- don't know, but it was like you're a fucking bitch. Like in my in my mind, that's what I was saying. And you're like, and the person's like, oh, galung galung. And you're like, I am
0: tearing your heart out right now with what I'm saying, right? (laughs) You better watch out, grandma.
1: (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I loved my grandma. <laughs> but yeah, if I called you a galungalung, like you are in big trouble. Wow. That is so interesting.
0: Or, you know, or again, like the one I'm going to incorporate, which is dillberry. I've heard Dil-berry. of dingleberry. I wonder if dingleberry, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't mean asshole, but I wonder if dingleberry kind of evolved from that word that people use today. I have heard dingleberry. Haven't have you?
1: Dingleberry? Yes, I've heard it. But it's, okay. it's not offensive. It just means like, oh... My dog has a dingleberry, I need to give him a bath, you know?
0: Right, right. As yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you, if, if the world didn't swear, and if we did substitute another word for swear words, I think it would be like this commercial. And this is a commercial from 2007. It's pretty old.
0: Huh, all right.
1: Dirty Mouth Test 37. You son of a biscuit-eating
0: bulldog. What the French hey, toast? Do you think I wouldn't find out about your little doo-doo head cootie queen? Who are you
1: calling a cootie queen? You <gasps> lint liquor! That's what you come cross!
0: You're overreacting. No Bill overreacting with when I put your convertible into a wood chipper. <laughs> Stinky McStink face.
1: <laughs> you hoboken. Fabulous! <laughs> New Orbit Raspberry Mint. Do you remember <laughs> this commercial now? Oh my gosh, yes!
0: And I Isn't forgot that, that was hilarious. Um, what was it that they, she said in the Dingle, no wait <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to see it one more time real
1: quick Hold on a second <laughs> You son of a biscuit eating bulldog
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I was that Quick-witted, oh my god That was so awesome, yes, I remember those Commercials, thank you for sharing that Man, those commercials have been Gone for quite some time. I love that gum, so I know you know that's my favorite gum. The bubble, mint. I did not know yeah, that. It's my favorite gum. If you Ooh. ever anybody, if you want to give me a gift, please bubble mint and the not the ones that are wrapped in the paper, not the is it the chiclets? The chiclets are the ones that are loose, yes, anyway.
1: In the little candy coated yes, ones, that's uh-huh. the ones I love, anyway. Oh, I gotta try that, but
0: that was hilarious. And uh, I've heard people here in Utah speak like that. And like I said, I thought, wow, man, I, I hope you understand. That if you would have said the real thing, you'd be a bad girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. If When you said if a person substitutes the word with something else, does it have that same power? And I say no, because if I hear it, I'll laugh. I won't be like, oh, I'm going to take you serious. I'm going to say, you are so funny. (laughs) Now, now I know that, why do
0: people substitute it, right? Not only because it's it could be offensive to other people, but they don't want to, I feel like it definitely has a moral connotation or an underlying moral guilt thing behind it. Mm -hmm. And I guess when I was having that conversation with my friends, the bottom line was the fact that they're like, if you think you're fooling God by not swearing the real thing, he knows what you really mean okay so so does it
1: matter what you say if you're thinking
0: right that's the question that's the ultimate question you know who shot jfk do Mm -hmm. are you are you gonna are you gonna go to a bad place because you said you meant a bad thing even though you didn't really say it so there's definitely that but i oh another thing that i don't know if you remember seeing on that episode with netflix was that the word fuck is actually protected
1: yes i did see that was that wild yeah I loved it. I thought that was pretty cool, though, because it's saying this word means this, 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 but you cannot take it out from our vocabulary. Yes. Well, and it stay. shows
0: the power and the, the necessity. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can have power, but is it necessary? And I really do think that's why it's okay to swear because it has not only... A power to it. But I think it's important. The, the kindest of us. Uh, the more most innocent of us. Have had those moments. Where we'd have to release. And have some kind of ability. To put out that energy again. I remember mm-hmm. making a comment. That I swore on Facebook. And someone tried to kind of call me out. On my language. And I said I think there are times. That it merits. This was about social injustice. And it merited swearing because me not swearing was not going to convey how horrible I felt about what had happened.
1: Agree. Words are a great tool to use. And if swearing brings us to a higher level of understanding, then it's fine and it's it's acceptable. But you're not going to just swear at anybody off the street just because. There has to be meaning and delivery with it, too. Absolutely. Agreed. A million percent. And some of the people I respect,
0: somebody that I, I love, his name is mm-hmm. Sam Harris. I listen to his, I think it's called the Making Sense podcast. And, um, and he swears. And he's an intellectual. I mean, I feel like this is the most brilliant man I listen to. And he swears. Mm-hmm. And he knows that there's a place for it. And when he does it, it's important. And it's not irrelevant. It's very relevant to what he's talking about. So just like you said, Yes. What if you're using it within context and it's important to convey that message, there's nothing wrong with it.
1: Agree a hundred percent. So he man, when I was younger, okay. He man. Yes.
0: He man go.
1: Whenever I would hear the word he man in Lao means stinky <sighs> pussy. <Yeah! laughs> So when they oh would say He-Man, the ga- the yes. guardian of the galaxy or whatever, I would think Stinky Pussy, the guardian of the galaxy or something. <laughs>
0: oh, Isn't that is so, so weird. wild. And did your mom ever hear the intro
1: to the cartoon? Was she just like, what are you watching? Yes. <laughs> I think she was okay with it because she knew that it didn't translate <laughs> to what we thought. But I remember every time I, I saw that cartoon, I was like, Stinky Pussy. <laughs> Okay, now, and what was the other word that you used?
0: Okay, I'm going to put He-Man here. See, You're writing it down. I swear, <laughs> You're gonna have I, notes. this is for my, I'm going to have whip notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, oh, but so
0: Dilberry, I love. I like the He-Man. You're such a He-Man. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, You're okay. such a stinky pussy. You're the stinky pussy guardian of the galaxy. And then really? the other one, what was the other word that you used?
1: <laughs> Nyajang means... I'm doing good. Like, oh, I'm great. How are you? You know? Uh-huh. And then, zhengya, ya Jung-ya. Jung-ya. nya uh, ya ya ejaculation the, or you're, you're coming or you've come.
0: <laughs> okay. The trick is going to be to incorporate Dilberry, He-Man, and Zheng ya in a sentence. And I will, by the next show, I am going to come up with a sentence <laughs> that is going to be, it's going to rock your world. Okay.
1: Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. All right. All right, guys. Well, if you would like to be a part of our show, we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We will give you our unfiltered, unprofessional, and unqualified advice. You can record an audio clip on your phone and send it to that's why show at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and any of the listening platforms like Apple, Spotify, or Podbean. Guys,
0: thanks so much for listening. I hope you learned a little new thing. I hope you laughed a little. And as always, we like to close with a quote. And today's is, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't invent it with your small mind or share it with your big fucking mouth. (laughs) Love it. clapping (laughs) i didn't realize i was clapping this is why it's funny because it didn't put it didn't have fucking in there but i added it so that it could have the impact that we wanted to have perfect anyway i love it and as always from that's why show remember peace love and dark chocolate bye bye
1: guys